Hey guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report, the first podcast to bring you the local fishing report for Alabama's lakes and rivers, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. This week's episode is brought to you by AFCO, family-owned and operated. AFCO fishing apparel and tackle are designed to handle the harshest elements and help you weather it any day on the water. From cold tournament mornings to the humid summers in Florida, our products are built to handle the extreme. We are proud to hear customer stories about the 20-plus year life cycle of the AFCO products. Visit AFCO.com. That's A-F-T-C-O.com for on-the-water performance gear. Also brought to you by Texas Hunter Since 1954, Texas Hunter Products has produced the best engineered and finest quality feeders and hunting blinds in the industry. The Texas Hunter brand has become synonymous with quality and durability. By sticking to premier standards, the company delivers tough, long-lasting products that meet the real-life needs of anglers and hunters across America. Their fish feeders, deer feeders, hunting blinds, and outdoor accessories are among the highest rated in the industry. You can trust that your purchase from Texas Hunter Products will meet your needs for generations to come. To learn more, visit TexasHunter.com. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brian Sin. Hope you guys are having a great day. Hey, it's Thursday. Got some storms out there. We just had uh, just had one blow through Chelsea about had a little hail you know, 40, 50 mile an hour winds, but thankfully no tornadoes. I know that some people south of us are still in some tornado warnings and and have some bad weather that uh, is expected. So hope and pray that everybody stays safe out there today. Uh, If you're in certain areas, may not be the best day to be on the water, but hey, um, that's what it is. It's that time of year here in Alabama, and that's what we have to deal with. But people are still going fishing, and uh, man... The good news is, I mean, you know, with last week's show, the fishing is good right now. So I'm really anxious to find out more this week what people are doing. And I can't think of a better place to start than with my buddy Brad Whitehead up on the Tennessee River. What's up, Brad? Man, 65 degrees up here. That storm come a little early up here this morning that we pushed down to you. And... You know, we should be thinking about duck hunting or deer hunting, and and this 65 degrees has got me thinking more on fishing than hunting. How about you? Dude, I'm laid up in the house last night, and I'm like, Brenda, I got to turn the air conditioner on. It's freaking first of early January, and I'm running the AC. Like, this is crazy. I booked a trip last night for the second week in February, which normally we wait to the end of February, but I told the guy, I said, look, you got an advantage. He said, What's that? And I said, if it stays like this, you're going to be able to get them before anybody else does. You're going to get the first swipe at them because we're going to be able to fish in shorts and a T-shirt in February. So, yeah, man, I'm ready, too. I am ready. You've seen that new rig I got. So I am pumped and ready. I already got some rod holders on it, and I'm ready to go crappie fishing. Dude, I did. I, I Not only would I see the rig, I was in the rig. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> and it's a, it is a phenomenal rig, and I want to talk more about that. But, man, how's the fishing? Man, the fishing has been amazing up here. The last couple of weeks, these live scope guys has really smoked them. You know, that, that Humber guy I think y'all had on last week, I've I think I know him kind of well. Yeah, uh, right. He's just been doing, he's been doing really good. I mean, these guys are catching 30 in two and a half hours. And, and live scope's good. The live scope is, is 
Also, a lot of guys don't have it. I have it on my boat. I use it strictly for live bait fishing to find minnows in the fall. I'm still traditional trolling. And I got to see that firsthand. And it, it is pretty, not to interrupt you, but it's pretty remarkable yeah. how, how LiveScope helps you catch bait. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we saw it with the, the difference of the nets. You know, I was telling you how this net falls compared to this net. And you can actually see it live, how the net falls. And, you know, these guys have perfected it. But, you know, I'm still old school. I, I just just finished up about two weeks ago on this War Eagle putting uh, rod holders. Uh, the way it's built, you're able to fish two people in the back, two in the front. So, you know, I'm looking forward to get getting this cranked up. It's a little different than what I've been doing. Uh, I've been, you know, side pulling uh, the last couple of years, or actually probably the last 14 to 15 years. And, you know, I think all fishermen kind of go through a change. Some of these, uh, again, you know, has has put the live scope. Well, I just decided I was just going to go back to my roots of spider rigging. And, uh, you know, that kind of leads us into talking about an all-purpose boat. And that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've got a boat that I can, I can do everything in. So well, I'm, and- I'm looking forward to this spring. Yeah, and, and, and I think that you had just, you had not had that War Eagle very long when I came up and fished with you. Uh, no. I know the rod holders and things like that had not been put on, which you, we didn't need them. I mean, we were smallmouth live bait fishing. Right. So it was a little different situation. But, man, I just, that's the first War Eagle. I've seen them. I, I got a lot of friends with them. That's the first one I've ever stepped in. And, man, it, that is one stable roomy that's a great boat it is you know again the 754 side pulling boat i helped i didn't design it but i helped put a lot of uh of different things on that boat and and basically knew it from one end to the other and stepping into this next series that i've stepped into which is the blackhawk series you know there was a lot of things that i'm i'm still learning i've sat down and 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 talk to the Ward brothers about it. I, I like to know when you get a boat, you need to know from one end to the other and, and why you're buying that boat and what purpose it's going to serve. And at this time in my life, I wanted a boat that I could brim fish or bass fish and, you know, obviously live bait fish and big enough to put a tank hold three grown men uh, and still be able to crappie fish. And you know what? This Blackhawk series, it does everything absolutely everything it's got a it's got everything and and the great thing about war eagle is you can build this boat to your specs meaning they have different things that they can add take out and it's hard to find aluminum boat company that will build that boat to your specs basically yeah most of them i mean you you get you whatever they got on the show room floor is what you have to take home if that's what you're getting but but with War Eagle, like you said, you you get an opportunity to be in the in the design process of that boat and add the different features that you might want or take off features that you might not want to fit your, you know, to suit you and your needs. Man, there's a, there's a lot to be said for that. You know you know it's being built when it's been built for you, right? There's no doubt. And in this Blackhawk series, you've got a 961, and the boat that you were in was a 2170. And basically, that's 21 and a half feet long, 70 inches wide. And the upscale that they did on these Blackhawks was the cap rail system. If you noticed, and you've already made that statement of how stable this boat was, well, the design of the cap rail system, is that's the elite. And, you know, one of the things, and I've never really thought about this, but 
one of the things that uh, you'll notice when you grab the side of this boat, it's not moving. If you fell out of this boat, you can get back in it. It's oh, not yeah. going to sway. It's going to bend. You know, a lot of these aluminum boats, you bump them up against a, a dock or as you saw where we fished at the dam, you bump it up against, you're going to knock a dent in it. And I'm not going to say this is dent proof, but the way this was designed is the cap rail on it is just massive. And, you know, uh, you buy a boat like this, this is a lifetime boat. I mean, you keep this boat forever. And to me, that's a, um, that's a plus, you know, and, it, and a lot of guys around here, I don't know uh, where you live, but a lot of guys, they hunt out of these boats too. Oh, I yeah. mean, you know, duck hunt, deer hunt, hog hunt. You know, I saw one on Facebook the other day. A guy had a 350-pound hog laid on the front of it. The boat run fine. I mean, kind of hard to find nowadays. So, uh, and, and that's one of the questions. One of the questions I had and, and is, you know, talking about War Eagle and kind of their roots and where they came from. I, I don't know. You know the specifics of this, but I don't. But in my mind, years ago, I thought of War Eagle as a duck hunting or a hunting boat. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. But that's the, uh, it's obvious they've, they've made a change. I mean, they still got those, right? And, but now they've got yeah. more of an all purpose boat. No doubt. No doubt. And, and again, this Blackhawk series is, you know, the, it's, it's the elite. And, and the, and the thing is, when they developed this boat, they thought about the changing of the seasons. Okay. What's this guy going to do in the wintertime? He's going to duck hunt, deer hunt. All right. Well, we need to make a boat that's durable enough to get him where he's going well what about fishing we got to have a boat big enough to go fishing too so when they designed it it put all this into uh perspective hey this is this is going to be it and you know you made the comment while we were in this boat and i've had several customers this fall make this comment hey this boat don't this boat don't ride like aluminum boat well it's the degree of the way the nose of it's shaped like with the 960, you got an 18 degree, or with the 2170, you've got more of a 21 to 22 degree. And basically, if you you go over two, three foot caps or waves, it stables that boat back up. You know, you made the comment on the way yeah. from the dam to uh, the boat route. Man, we hit three foot waves, and you don't, you know, you don't get wet. Right. And to me, that's a uh, that's a plus. That's a huge plus. I mean, who wants to go with a with a guide or even go yourself when it's 35 degrees outside and come back to the boat ramp wet. No, I don't, don't want that. <laughs> you know, uh, I, don't. I don't want that when it's 60 degrees. No, no. And, and the great thing about it, you know, both the, the 961 and 2170, speaking of getting wet, you can have a side console or you can have a center console. You know, a lot of guys, especially Louisiana, South Mississippi, they're ordering a lot of center console boats. You know, and as you've seen, Tracy's got a, of course, it's a fiberglass boat, but it's a center console boat. So that gives you two more options of this series that you can order. And that's hard to find, too. So why, you know, one of the one of the questions that, that, that I think about, I mean, you know, I, I would say that, that fiberglass boats, and, and I, may, I may be wrong, but I would say that they dominated the fishing industry for years. Yeah, especially for serious fishermen, right? They dominated. Yeah. But you're starting yeah. to see more and more people go to the aluminum boats. So my question for you is, you know, why did you choose an aluminum boat and over 
over fiberglass and and why war eagle well one of the biggest things is no doubt the quality of products uh, again they're using the best there is you know a lot of people don't 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 realize there there's a human being that does a whole lot of welding on this they go through and they check these boats they've got a vat that they set these boats in and they keep them for a period of time to make sure every boat that comes through that that you know where it's assembled is checked it's water checked if there's a drip of water if there's just a touch of water then they go back and go hey we need to redo this right here that's quality right there yeah. i mean that is that's the reason, and I see on a lot of the websites or a lot of the um, forms, you know, I got on one the other night and, and, and helped the guy out. You know, when you order one of these boats, it does take a little while. But you know what? Anything that's good takes a little while. You know, that's why you're not going to go to a lot and see 15 of them sitting on a lot somewhere. You know, it's an order boat. I mean, it's you order can boat. get them. It's an order boat. One of the things is built tough. There's places that you saw that I took this aluminum boat that I can't take a fiberglass boat. I own a fiberglass boat too, or my son does, I guess you could say. And there's, there's, there's things that I, you know, I can take this aluminum boat that I can't get to with a fiberglass boat. You know, that, that's a big plus. And another plus is there's attachments. There's different, we got a storm coming through. There's different things that I can add to this war Eagle attachments on this T-rail system that I can't attach to a fiberglass boat. That's a plus, you know? How many fiberglass boats do you see duck hunting? How many fiberglass boats do you see with a deer or a hog or, or whatever? You're hunting squirrels laying on the front of You can't do it. It's a 12 month, 12 months out of the year, you can look, use this aluminum boat. And I mean, I stay on the water and I stay in the woods and you, I, I want something that I can go get in, reliable, put my wife, my kids, your kids, your wife, and take on a fishing trip and know that I'm going to get back safe. That's, yeah. that's quality right there. And I think, too, that, you know, there was a time when uh, there was a time when aluminum boats were looked at as being slow or you can't put but a certain size engine on it or motor on it. But I don't think that's the case anymore. I mean, you, you, what you got? I mean, what are you running on yours? Well, it's a 154 stroke. That's one thing that, that War Eagle is really, really, I would say, I don't know if the word professional or – they want to make sure that their boats are, are rated at the max, but safe. Right. And that's their biggest thing is to be safe. I'll never forget. I, I went up to Real Foot Lake to do a show, a PR show. We had some outdoor riders coming in. A lot of those guys I didn't know at the time, but I noticed every one of them had a worry. And I asked the guy, I said, man, I'd like to ask you something. He didn't know me from Adam. And I said, uh, why, all you, why all you guys got Warricles up here? He said, because we've sunk everything else. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He said, real foot lakes, four foot deep, got stumps, at, you know, three foot. He said, these boats take it. They get through the abuse that we put these boats through. And he said, a lot of these other brands, they, they won't last up here. And, you know, that right there is speaking for itself right there. Yeah, that's, that's proof right there, yeah. right? And it goes back to quality, quality and safe. That's what War Eagle is providing for their customers quality and safe. Does it take a few extra months to get your boat when you get it or when you order? No doubt. No doubt. You know, that's just the way it is. But you also got to help design the features of that boat that you want, you know? 100%. You got to make that your boat. It's 100%. Like I said, I thought about this rig for several years and I said, you know, I, 
I just I want to make a change, and uh, I hope it's we're having a hailstorm right now. Sounds <laughs> like I don't Goodness. know if it's coming through the phone, but anyway, I thought um, all of it was past you up there. Well, <laughs> well, you get you fixing to get some more. It's coming your way. So, oh my uh, goodness! All right, guys, let's take a few moments and hear from some of this week's sponsors. Photonis Defense is proud to offer the PD Pro line of night vision systems. The PD Pro series is the world's smallest and lightest night vision goggles built around the Photonis 16mm filmless 4G image intensifier tubes and our hybrid filmless 18mm image intensifier tubes. These ultralight, ultra-compact night vision systems deliver the cleanest image, best resolution, smallest, most transparent halo, and best overall performance and function of any night vision system of Available. The PD Pro line consists of the PD Pro M 16mm monocular, the PD Pro B 16mm binocular, and the PD Pro Q panoramic night vision system. Photonist Defense, Masters of Darkness. Also brought to you by Baker's Metalworks and Dixie Supply. Baker Metalworks and Dixie Supply offer numerous items to help you get your project done right the first time. They carry a variety of different panel profiles in your choice of colors and gauges with all the matching trim and accessories. They also offer a full line of hardware items and post-frame building designs. Their friendly and knowledgeable sales representatives are always willing to help answer any questions or concerns you may have. Contact them with any questions or get a free estimate today. Baker's Metalworks and DC Supply, your metal roofing headquarters. And brought to you by OutdoorAlabama.com. That's where I learned the basics of how to hunt and fish, including what's in season and which license to buy. Learn more at OutdoorAlabama.com. Go hunt, go fish, get outdoors. This message was brought to you by the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. Well, here's one thing I know, as well as I've gotten to know you, you are not going to compromise on quality and fishability. Fishing is part of your life. It's part of what is part of your livelihood. And um, you're not going to be in a boat that would not offer you the best chance and the best ability and, and, and live up to the expectations that you have for it. I know you wouldn't do it. No, no. I've made the statement several times doing interviews, articles, and whatnot. If we go out and we have a bad day of fishing, I don't want it to be because of my equipment, okay? I would rather it be on my fishing ability to put you on fish or the fish not cooperating than to go out there and have trouble, especially with a boat. You know, you're going to have rope rods. You're going to have rope lines. You're going to have loose bait. There's things that's going to happen like that. That's part of it. Sometimes you're just going to take a podcast host with you that is just obviously <laughs> extremely bad luck. Well, let me tell you, that, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up, but, you know, that's why I keep pictures of the day before. So you can Exactly. And, uh, but, hey, that, that was fine. It, it was just one of those times, you know. Uh, sure. You know, the, the great thing about not having a real good fishing day is that us as guys get to wheel and deal and say, hey, y'all come on back. Let's try it one more time. Let's you know, do it again. Uh, it's kind of like having three, uh, me and one of the other live bait guys were talking. If you go with a guide three times, okay, and you have two really, really good jam up trips, that third or fourth one, it's probably not going to be as good because the odds are it happening on the same time, you know, your water being, it just don't happen. 
So That's right. the bad luck on you the first time it wasn't it wasn't real good. So possibly the second time that you get to come, it'll be one of those times that you'll have plenty of pictures and and That's right. be bragging. So uh hey, it, now, it, it was some uh, things we couldn't we couldn't we it was things out of our control though, right? Or you can't control well, the weather we, and you can't control the flow of the how much water they release and so there's I, things that are out of our control there. So it's on that's going to happen and anybody that fishes knows that. But uh, but but back to what you were saying is those are things that you can't control. But what you can control is your equipment and 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 and, and you know not that nothing's never going to go wrong. But you definitely want to yeah. be in something that gives you that you feel confident that is not going to go. That's not going to be a problem. No. And and again, I go back to being safe. Uh, as you were in this boat, you could put three grown men, three grown men, in this boat. And have plenty of room, you know. There's one oh, thing, yeah. everybody that that buys a, a lot of the fiberglass boats, you know, the first thing they do is say, "Man, I wish I had some more room." And you know, with us guiding, you know, you're gonna have two people, sometimes three. And this 2170, I mean, you, you get three grown men, possibly four, easy, and you're not stepping over each. And uh, you know, uh, one of the other things that that's a huge factor for me is this a uh, family-owned business i mean it's been in their family for years and to be able to speak to those guys and say hey what about this well let's do it well what about this let's do it you guys are in the field y'all are telling us what we what we need to do we design them we get them ready now you tweak them so you know that's um that's that's so huge yeah that's good um these guys that you know they, they have been really good to me, been good to my family. And to be able to work with them is, I mean, it's a once in a million chances that this happened. And, and I was able to, to jump on it and say, hey, make it happen. So uh, One of the things- I, I literally went, went from a fiberglass boat to aluminum boat. And, and I've never, never looked back. I've never went back. Here's one thing I'd love about it, too, and the reason I want one is because not only can I go fishing, whether it's bass fishing, crappie fishing, whatever I'm doing, like we've all so said, hey, you can turn around and take it, uh, you know, on duck hunting. But, uh, man, something else that I can't do in a fiberglass boat, I can't put lights on it and go bow fishing. I can That's do. Right. I can have one boat where I can do everything on a War Eagle. I can put a light system on there. I can put – it's got plenty of room for a generator to run the lights. And uh, it's got a huge deck on the front, so I can stand up there and and and, and would you know two people can stand on the front, no problem with a bow. And uh, so it's just very diverse. What is if you're shopping for a boat? What is how does the price point compare from a aluminum boat to you know one of your your higher end uh, fiberglass? Well, you're talking probably forty thousand dollars difference, if not more. We walked in Cabela's the other day, and Nathan said, Daddy, did you see this? And I'm not going to name the brand boat because everybody knows what Bass Pro Shop right. Cabela's brings. That boat was $101,000. Okay? $101,000. Okay. You know, hey, if you can swing it, go for it. But I can tell you this. If you watch or pay attention, and I only get pieces of it through Nathan, but there's a lot of these elite guys that are, that are getting these aluminum boats to get in this as they call it, skinny water. There's places that they can get in these aluminum boats that these big fiberglass boats cannot cannot get in. And um, I think you're going to see in the next couple of years, 
a lot of these guys will go get in that aluminum boat. And of course, yeah. there's only, I, I think there's two or three guys now that are, that are really running aluminum boats, you know, year round, they're sponsored by them. You know, they're not scared to get in that any water or up a Creek somewhere. And they don't have to worry about tearing everything out of a fiberglass boat. And you see the momentum of these guys winning these tournaments. It's going to trigger on a lot of these other guys going, Hey, I believe I might try to go that route. So the price yeah. obviously is cheaper, but again, when you go buy a boat, in my opinion, you look and see what you want to do. If you're an all-time bass fisherman, I want speed. I'm just going to bass fish. No doubt. Hey, go get you a fiberglass boat. But if you're that guy like me, that every month you're doing something different. I'm live bait fishing. I'm brim fishing. I'm bass fishing. You know, you know, I told Nathan this year, I said, you know, we need to fish one tournament out of this boat, you know, before, before you graduate, yeah. you know, obviously crappie fishing again. You can load it up, put camo on, and hit the bank and squirrel hunt, you know, or deer hunt. It's just a multi-purpose rig that fits your needs for 12 months out of the year, and that's what I need. Yeah, that's what you need, and that's what a lot of us need, right? That's what I would need because I'm doing something different all the time. 100%. Yeah, and another thing, everybody's going to the four-stroke motors, and, of course, I've got a four-stroke Yamaha on the back of this one, and it is amazing on the gas. You know, the four-stroke pushing the aluminum compared to the four-stroke pushing fiberglass. I mean, gas is so much better. I mean, I think I was putting $12 every, or maybe 20 bucks every three trips, you know, live bait fishing. On a guide's end, that's great because I'm not burning as much gas as you are running from one end to the other to the lake. So, you know, that makes a huge difference. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. No doubt about it. A huge difference. Well, man, I loved it. I was glad I had the opportunity to get in it, and I look forward to getting back in it uh, and fishing with you again this year. And uh, maybe I'll bring some better luck with me this time. But uh, I'm <laughs> well, looking forward to being back in the boat and looking forward to the to 2023 all the way around. Me too. And I've said this, and I've had guys come from Arkansas, Florida, Texas, Carolinas, if you are looking to get in a War Eagle boat, especially this Blackhawk series, you're more than welcome to call me. I've done it several, several times over the last 12, 15 years, especially on my the side pulling deal. I'd have guys call and say, you know, I, I'm just not real sure that I want one of those boats. Can I come get in a boat with you for a day? Hey, I encourage you. Go to their website. Call me. I'll take you for a ride. I'll show you everything that I, from one end to the rig to the other, and even help you find a dealer. I had a guy call me from, I think, Wisconsin. And he's like, I can't, I just can't, I want one of these boats. Hey, let me make a phone call to try to find you a dealer close to you that can get you what you need. And so, you know, that's something I started doing several years ago. It helps people out because, you know, you get in a boat this big and you've been in a small one and you decide, well, I'm not real sure. Everybody that went with, with me far as wanting to know on the side pulling boat, within two weeks, they ordered one and, and, and had one built. And I plan on doing the same service with this one. You're looking to buy one. Give me a call. I'll answer any questions you can't find on the website. If I don't know the answer, I'll call and get you the answer and either call you back, email you, whatever can help you do to get in this rig, I'm going to do it. So, 
Well, and you wouldn't be doing that if you didn't believe in it, believe in the people that are behind it. And that's, uh, that's important. And so, man, that's good stuff. So website's the best way to start that, right? No doubt. Go to the website. Look at the, uh, look at the different items they're able to put on these boats. Uh, as you saw with mine, one of the biggest things is having the three pedestals in the back, three pedestals in the front. You can move it around according on your people and just a little add-ons you know you can get gun boxes you can get cup holders uh rod holders you know there's so many little attachments and things that you can add to your boat to get it exactly the way you want it it's as easy as that that's good stuff man i loved it hey guys if y'all are listening you're interested you're even thinking about looking for a new boat right now like Brad said, and he said it, but I want y'all to know that he means it. If you have questions, if you want to look at a boat, man, call Brad, and uh, and, and he will give you his honest, honest, honest thoughts. And he may, you may call him, and he may tell you, hey, no, you need to stick with what you, you need to stick with 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 a fiberglass for what your needs are. And he said it on here already. But if you're looking for an all season boat, uh, call Brad or get on the website. And uh, and get that thing started. I I can personally say I've been in it, and and you won't be disappointed. It's a very very impressive uh, series of boat, that's for sure. So, hey Brad, you know before I get you off of here, one I, I got to get a tip of the day for the crappie fishing from you. So I mean, if somebody's coming up there to the Tennessee River in the next week, two weeks, other than booking a trip with you, what's the what what's the uh, what's your tip of the day? Right now, these fish are they're balled up. They're not on a lot of structure. A lot of them is kind of back and forth, following shad. They're not really moving a whole, whole bunch. I know the couple of guys, you know, that's been live scoping, you know, they might live scope Monday and Tuesday. It might be the following Monday and Tuesday before they get back on them. And these fish are not moving 100, 200 yards. So my advice, put your boat in the water, turn on your electronics, find you a school of shad or find you a school of fish. And if you have the live scope, set on top of them, throw at them, you're going to be able to, um, you know, catch several out of that school and and move around. Now's a really good time to learn your electronics. If you do come over here, you know, we're we're getting close to back to winter pool. And of course, obviously after today and yesterday with the rain, uh, it'll, it'll come back up. But yeah, you know, look, watch your electronics, get them tuned in and they're on fire right now. So if you have live scope, this is real good. And and the trolling too. A lot of guys are catching them trolling, but the live scope right now is the hot thing in this area. So come on and give us a call. And if we can't take you fishing, maybe we can help you out with a boat or even give you some more tips uh, on where to find fish in North Alabama. There you go. What's the best way for them to contact you, Brad, if they want to book a trip or, or pick your brain about a war eagle or any of the other or just crappie fishing or, 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 or whatever it might be, what's the best way for them to contact you? The old school way. Just give me a call or a text at 256-483-0834, or you can catch me on Facebook or Instagram, Brad Whitehead or Brad Whitehead Fishing, and I'll get back with you as soon as I can. All right, guys, there it is right there. Give Brad a call. Book a trip with him if you're interested in, in coming up there, and, and especially this time of year, getting on some crappie going into the spring. And uh, I can, you know, I have tons of people on this show all the time. Very few people I've ever been in the boat with, but Brad is one of them. And I can tell you, most of the time you're going to have a great day of fishing. But even if you happen to hit one of those rare, rare days where it's not great with Brad, it's fishing, <laughs> you're going to have a ball, man. You're going to have a great time and be with a great, great fella. 
And uh, so, Brad, we appreciate you. And uh, thank you for your time, buddy. And stay safe out there. And we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds good. You too, buddy. All right, man. Take care. All right, guys. Let's take a couple minutes and hear from some of this week's sponsors. End of another great segment. Well, let's take a couple more minutes and hear from some more of this week's sponsors. AlabamaFishingShow.com. The all-new Alabama Fishing Show is coming to Gaston, Alabama at the venue at Coosa Landing on George Wallace Drive, March the 10th through the 12th. The only true fishing show in Alabama, featuring all things fresh and salt water. If you fish, don't miss the latest fishing gear, equipment, apparel, custom tackle, lures, rods and reels, and electronics, and guides. March the 10th through the 12th, $10 for adults, $8 for kids, 5 and under are free, Tickets are available online or at the door. Free parking. Learn more at alabamafishingshow.com. We hope to see you there. Also brought to you by Bucks Island. Bucks Island has been in business since 1948 for all of your new and used boat needs, as well as motor sales and services, and now they have a pro-level tackle store. Boat and motor trade-ins are welcome. Visit them online at bucksislands.com or give them a call at 256-442-2588. Also brought to you by Killer Doc. I hadn't even realized how bad it was. I was cleaning fish on rotten wood, and after cleaning just a few fish, I was filthy, and I had a sunburn. I tried wearing a hat, but it just couldn't keep me cold. And how was I supposed to clean fish without getting messy? Killer Doc brings the upgrade that not only will keep me cool and clean, it will make being on my dock enjoyable again. Killer Dock combines durability, function, and design to uniquely upgrade your entire dock experience. Visit KillerDock.com to check out the greatest fish cleaning station known to mankind. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Great first segment with Brad. And, uh, man, y'all give Brad a call, book a trip with him. And, uh, like, on those War Eagle boats, man, reach out to him. I'm telling you, I've been in them, and they are a phenomenal, phenomenal ride, that's for sure. But let's go... A little further south uh, from the Tennessee River from our first segment, let's go, let's talk about the Coosa River with another one of my favorite guests to have on the show, my buddy Tucker Smith. War Eagle, Tucker. War Eagle, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Good, good. Good, man. Just getting, to, getting 2023 lined up, all your tournaments and all that kind of stuff going, I'm sure. Yes, sir. It's about to start getting busy here soon with the spring fishing starting. Now, when will when will when will you Auburn start fishing? Uh, we've already fished fall tournaments, um, but the spring stuff's just about to start. Um, we've got two tournaments coming up at the end of the month in Florida, so two college tournaments. So that's kind of our season's kind of starting up uh, at by the end of this month. Awesome. Who are you fishing with this year? I'm fishing with Hayden Marbot. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the kid that he's, he's the kid that I fished with uh, in high school my last year. Awesome. Yeah, I've heard good yes, things sir. about him too, man. So I'm sure y'all have another another epic year. Yes, sir. He's he's a good kid, good fisherman. Good, good stuff, man. Well, hey, I know you've been uh had an opportunity kind of in this little bit of a downtime and holidays. I know you've been able to fish the Coosa a little bit. So man, I'd love to uh love for you to talk about what's going on in the Coosa and how the fish are doing. Yeah, it's been, we've had a lot of rain recently, so it's been kind of, you know, a lot of water running and and then cutting off the water, and it's been a lot of water fluctuation. It's kind of been weird, but been to Logan Martin a lot and been to Lay a few times, 
and uh mostly logan martin though because that's not far from my house and that's like my home lake so i've i went out there a bunch and won won two tournaments over the break which was good but they've just been ripping water so it's been it's been kind of you know running and gunning trying to fish a bunch of water yeah so you know i've seen i've seen you know that you won some tournaments i saw i think it was last weekend did zeke win the tournament last weekend there Yes, he did. What was that like? Twenty-one pounds or something? Or am I can't remember? Yeah, he had twenty-one. He had twenty-one pounds. I mean, that's great, man. I mean, you know, we talked a lot lately about how nobody was catching big bags anymore on the Coosa. So, a twenty-one pound bag, man, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a good bag. He had, they had a seven and a half pounder too, which helps out a lot. And when they're they're running three generators right now, like out of both ends of the lakes, out of Logan Martin, so it's been consistent for about three or four days, three generators. So that's why it's been it was pumping out some big bags this weekend, and we had good weather too, you know, cloudy, and so it was they were biting this weekend out there. Um, but I won a tournament out there with like 17 pounds, and they were biting pretty good that day. But it's all about consistency in the current. If they pull, you know, current consistently and, and not just turn it on and off, kind of depends on how good it is. Yeah. So when you go out to Logan Martin and, or I guess it could be true for any of the Coosa chain that we're talking about, but you know, with Logan Martin specific, when you see that they're, that they're running, you know, all three generators and, and water's moving a lot, how do you approach that day? So when the water gets really muddy, I either fish really shallow or I find where the water's mixing and like where the, you know, kind of where the clearest water of the lake is. Um, so it's kind of like a two-step approach, but it just kind of depends. Like, you know, sometimes the muddy water's better and makes it to where they don't see, you know, they can't see your bait as easy and they eat it better. But going to Logan Martin, usually when it's muddy, I fish shallow and, and when the, you know, when the water's running like that, they get up pretty shallow so that's kind of that's kind of the way i look at it when i show up yeah I, I, and, and that's not what i thought you were going to say i i was thinking you know when the water has a lot of current it's moving a lot that they would more be setting up like on uh setting up on points or, or current breaks or you know kind of setting up in ambush type positions they are but it's it's more of like on the bank kind of like setting up you know like like current breaks on the bank because when the water's moving that fast like you can on the kusa when they're pulling three on both sides you can see the current moving like like with your eyes and you can see like places on the bank like if like a rock will stick out or it's you know a tree or something something that's kind of you know or, or a dock or something like that that's kind of like a current break that they're going to use so just kind of like stuff like that yeah. All right. Reverse that. When 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 the water is not moving is is good, and uh, maybe it's a little clearer. How do you approach that day? I fish out deep usually, or you know, I'm gonna have to slow down a lot and not fish as fast. But yeah, I'd say I, that's when I usually go look out deep, and the deep bites usually better on those calmer days when it's a little bit clear and not a lot of wind. That's usually those days when offshore is a little bit better. Yeah, so when you've been out there lately, I mean, kind of what's your, what are you kind of, kind of what are you fishing with a little bit, and how you, how you setting your day up? Um, you know, usually this time of year I've been, it's been really muddy, so I've been beating the bank, you know, 
crankbait, like shallow running crankbaits and uh, chatterbaits, you know, bladed jig style baits, shock blades, what I throw a lot of the times. And if you get some clear water and you can find some clear water, I, I've, I've really been catching a bunch on the Picasso speed drop. It's that uh, jig head I helped design. And I've been catching a bunch of fish on that, especially recently. I've been, I've been catching a bunch of good spots and large mouth on that bait. So yeah. And then just flipping a jig is always good. You just kind of, you know, I usually stick to more like white chartreuse colors when you're throwing like chatterbaits and uh, stuff that's brighter, you know, because the water's really dirty. It's it's not like foot visibility. It's like a couple inches, maybe even less when it gets that, when it gets that muddy and that much water's moving through it. So anything that kind of creates a reaction strikes what I usually do. But yeah, I would say that's kind of how I break it down. When you're fishing shallow water, you know, and Logan is so different than Lay and so different than Jordan and Mitchell. But, you know, those lakes have a lot of grass. You know, Logan really doesn't. It's got grass, but it's not like a lot of grass. But are you fishing shallow mm-hmm. more in the main, uh, off the main lake? Or are you going back up into, back up into some of the, the pockets and some of the creeks? Just depends. You know, back in back in the pockets and stuff like that, it's more residential fish and it's not as much current related fish. So you can get back there in those places even if they're not pulling as much current, still catch some. But uh, it just usually when they're pulling a lot of water, I like to stay near the river or right off the river. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's where the biggest fish live and the most currents pulling through, and you know the most active fish are out there. So um, that's kind of the way I look at it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, let's move down to you know to to Lay and 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 uh, and Jordan. I know you fish both those a good bit as well. Uh, how how is the fishing this time of year? How are you fishing those lakes differently than maybe you would the Logan? With those lakes, you can still throw in a little bit of grass and stuff. Logan, with the water being down as it is, um, you can't. The grass isn't a player this time of year, really. But at Lay and Mitchell and Jordan. I like fishing grasses even when it's cold and it's starting to get closer to the springtime. So fish are starting to move up and they're starting to think about spawning and stuff like that. So fish are going to start transitioning. Grass is a great way to catch them, but uh, Logan doesn't really have it. But Lay and Mitchell and Jordan, that's that's a good way to catch them. And uh, also, yeah, I would say grass is definitely, it's, it's really overlooked especially this time of year and it's something that doesn't get hit that much that's good what's kind of are you when you're fishing the grass i mean what's some of your favorite favorite baits to, to fish those areas with usually i like to either flip or swim a jig and uh anything just depends on you know the day on what colors and stuff like that if it's dirty i like black and blue and clear green pumpkin and uh and that's that's about it that's really just looking for big brim eaters that are living in the grass and it's just a really good way to catch them this time of year and people don't people overlook it and think it's more of a summertime thing yeah if i'm i think i'm right you know in the past i think they've generally dropped logan martin their winter put they would they drop it you five six feet and this year they went to three feet they usually drop it six feet and they're dropping it three now how do you think that's going to affect the, the, the growth of the grass over the next couple of years there? you think we're going to get more? I don't know about more. I think that 
I think it'll it'll still die um, just because it's I've been out there and it's still out of the water. Yeah, it's not like because that gra- all that grass out there is shallow. Like it's less than two feet most That's of the grass. True. On, so it's still mountain. coming out of that. Yeah, so it's already out of the water unless there's some places where it's deeper. You know that it can still have water and grow. I don't really think that it's we're gonna get any more growth of it. Yeah, may not help. May not help. You might be right there. But I don't know. Never know. Yeah, you never know. Well, how's your, uh, you, you mentioned your bait that you helped design a while ago. Is it something that you're fishing more uh, deep water or more of a shallow water bait, or you fish it e- either way? I can, I mean, you honestly can fish it either way. There's a quarter ounce or three eighths and a half ounce size. So you can throw a swim bait on it, you know, like a light swim bait. You can even throw, um, a little bit bigger swim bait with the three out hook and the half ounce. So, and then when you're using it like a the Mickey style bait, you can put um, a fluke style bait or something like that on on the back of it, and you can actually throw it like a Demiki rig. So that's it's kind of like a you know it's a jig head, so it's it's uh, it can be used for a couple of different ways. But my favorite's the Demiki style bait, and that's just what I've caught a bunch of fish on, and I've got a lot of confidence in it and bring it around so it's a cool little bait heck yeah man and and what is what well just in case somebody missed it a while ago what's the name of it where can you get it uh it's a picasso speed drop and it's you can get it on picasso's website um but a lot of tackle shops are starting to sell them now so you just kind of look around for them you'll start seeing them uh, but they're starting to starting to broaden the spectrum on where they're where the all the baits are going so starting to pop up Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Well, hey, look, if somebody's coming to uh, the Coosa this weekend to fish, I mean, what's your what's your tip of the day? I know you always you always got a good tip. So, what's the tip of the day? I would say if you're going to the Coosa, and one tip would probably be if they're pulling that water and it's raining as much as it is right now. When you're going out there, definitely get up shallow. Um, don't be afraid of that dirty water and throw a big reaction bait and you'll be surprised. You'll catch some big fish. So yeah, go give it a try. And that that's, that's the tip of the day. Good deal. Hey, I got a tip of the day for you for a change. What is it? The tip is every time you leave your house and you head out to 280 and you go south toward either Logan or Lake, you pass right by my house. So my tip <laughs> is, is to take a left off of old 280. And pull in there and get me, <laughs> and I'll go with you. That's my tip. All right. Now, that's All a good right. tip. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go soon. Just let me know. I'll, I'll be down there soon. Heck yeah, man. And I say that seriously, but I say it. I, I, I do understand that, that you're very busy and, and, and preparing for tournaments and things like that. So you, most of the time, uh, fishing is working for you. And I understand that, but I I would love to go get in the boat with you. Maybe we can do a live podcast from from the boat at some point. Yeah, we'll go for sure. All right, man. I'll be looking forward to it. Tucker, stay safe out there, man, and good luck. I know you got the, I don't know if I'll talk to you again on the show before the end of the month, but uh, go down there to Florida and, man, set it on fire and start the year off right. I know you will. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. It was good talking to you. All right, man. Always good talking to you. All right. See ya. All right, guys, let's stay tuned and hear from some more of this week's sponsors. 
end of another great segment. Well, let's take a couple more minutes and hear from some more of this week's sponsors. This segment was brought to you by Southeastern Pond Management. Since 1989, Southeastern Pond Management has been a leader in pond and lake management services. If you own a pond or a lake anywhere in the Southeast, Southeastern Pond Management can evaluate the health of your pond and then work with you individually to put together the right plan to get what you want out of your body of water. Through electrofishing, liming, fertilizing, and weed control, Southeastern Pond Management is the one-stop shop to help you produce more healthy trophy fish than ever before. And if you're interested in building a new pond or lake, give these guys a call to help evaluate your land and design the best possible body of water for you. If you're anywhere in the Southeast, schedule an obligation-free consulting with one of their biologists by calling 1-888-830-POND or check them out on sepond.com. Also brought to you by United Bank. United Bank knows what an important role agriculture plays in our local economy. At United Bank, they are here to support local farmers with financial products and services designed specifically for agribusiness, including real loans for farmland, equipment loans, working line of credit, and more. Truth is, they deeply value the contribution agriculture plays to our community, and they help our local farmers build successful businesses. They want to see you succeed. Learn more at unitedbank.com or stop by any United Bank branch. United Bank, all loans subject to credit approval, equal housing opportunity lender, member FDIC. And brought to you by NorthAlabama.org. Are you looking for a real adventure? Whether you are experienced or just a weekend angler looking to land a big one, North Alabama is the place to go for your next fishing expedition. North Alabama is home to eight picturesque lakes. Pickwick, Wilson, Wheeler, Weiss, Smith, Neely Henry, Lake Gunnersville, and Bear Creek Lakes. Each lake is well stocked with a variety of fish, and in North Alabama, fishing is great year-round. For more information, visit www.northalabama.org and click on Plan to download a North Alabama fishing guide. Welcome back to the show, guys. Always love having Tucker on here. Uh, super young man, doing some great things in the fishing industry with with uh, his lures and, you know, start businesses and, and just look for great things for him for the future. Excited about his year and, uh, man, excited about 2023 in general. Hopefully it's going to be a great year for, for everyone and uh, a great year on the water. Guys, that is absolutely going to be a wrap for the show today. We usually try to have three segments, but we ran pretty long on the first segment today, and I don't want you guys to get bored. So we're going to wrap that show up with those two segments today. But the good news is, hey, the, the fish are biting. There's some good weights happening right now. I know we've talked about the Coosa River in the past and, and down ways. But, man, we got 21 pounds at one last week. All across the state, it sounds like the fishing is, is really good. The crappie is crazy. Don't usually see it this time of year. You know, we always like to think of the crappie fishing as wintertime, this time of year being more of a deep water thing. And it sounds like that the the fish are just, you know, they may be in 25 foot of water, but you may catch them at five or six. And that's where these electronics are coming in that are so important that guys are using right now, but they're catching them, right? So, hey, 
That's going to be the show for the day. If you're enjoying the podcast, as always, please take a minute, subscribe, rate, leave us a review wherever you listen. If you'd like us to email the podcast, we'll do that each week. All you have to do is text the word fishing to 314-665-1767, and we will email you the show each and every week. Hey, guys, reach out to us, Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report, and let us know if there's something you want to talk about, if there's an issue or a product or uh, a body of water that we haven't talked about lately that you're interested in. We would love to to have you on the show to talk about the issue that that or or just to interview some other guys that are knowledgeable about some concerns or some topics that y'all may want to hear about. So, guys, that's a wrap again for the show this week. And uh, y'all stay safe. Look forward to talk to you again next week. Hey, that is going to be a wrap for this week's show. If you're enjoying the podcast, uh, as always, take a minute, subscribe, rate, leave us a review wherever you listen. And if you'd like us to email you the show, we'll do it each and every week. All you have to do is text the word fishing to 314-665-1767, and we will email you the show each and every week. That's it for today, guys. Stay safe out there. As always, look forward to seeing y'all again next week. This week's Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report was brought to you by LM Marine has something for everyone, from small hunting boats, pontoons, as well as bigger bay and hybrid boats for the hardcore angler. Go visit them at 34600 Highway 59 in Stapleton, Alabama, or call 251-937-1380. And by Fish Bites. For over 20 years, Fish Bites has been helping anglers all along the Gulf Coast and around the world put fish in the cooler. Ask for Fish Bites or Fish Bites Fight Club lures or visit fishbites.com. Fish Bites, made in the USA. And brought to you by Hilton's Real-Time Navigator, bringing you the highest quality online satellite fishing charts since 2004. Your source for sea temps, altimetry, currents, and watercolor at hiltonsoffshore.com. And by Mallard Bay Outdoors. MallardBay.com is the Airbnb-style marketplace for discovering and booking your next guided hunting and fishing adventures. You can browse trips and prices by state or species, select the dates you'd like to go, message outfitters, and secure your dates all from one platform, MallardBay.com. Not sure where you want to go yet? Reach out on Instagram or Facebook and they can help you find your dream hunt. And brought to you by... The all-new Alabama Fishing Show is coming to Gaston, Alabama, March the 10th through the 12th. The venue at Coosa Landing on George Wallace Drive, alabamafishingshow.com. And brought to you by MB Ranch King Hunting Blinds and Feeders are built to last right here in the USA. We also offer high-quality, easy-to-use corn and protein feeders that can be filled with both feet on the ground. Call Kevin today for more information or get a quote at 205-807-2937. MB Ranch King, built in the pursuit of perfection. And by the Alabama Marine Resources Division reminds all recreational anglers possessing great trigger fish, greater amberjack, or red snapper that they must report these fish through snapper check before they are landed in Alabama. For more information about Snapper Check, please visit OutdoorsAlabama.com. And brought to you by 
Great Days Outdoors magazine. Pick up a Great Days Outdoors magazine subscription and become a better Southern outdoorsman. You can save and buy online at greatdaysoutdoors.com. 